Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 68. I'm Trina. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jess. All righty, let's get this started. What mm-hmm. is in our cups this week, ladies? Let's start mm-hmm. with you, Lindsay. Uh, I am drinking H2O. H2O? Oh, yeah. all right. That's water. That's water? Oh. That just sounds boring. <laughs> okay, so I finally got the doctor to prescribe me some pain medicine, and I can't drink with it oh. or drive on it. And my husband and I are doing like a two weeks detox from alcohol. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so, you know, it's okay to take a break from time to time, guys. It is, it is. It is. Uh, Are you feeling? And y'all are both flushes, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Well, I mean, quarantine, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I was going to say, are you feeling better from drinking all the extra water? Um, I've been like drinking some sodas <laughs> and, oh. not, and that's like it's not, not not good not good so i should probably go back to champagne at least it's healthier well yeah but, there you go. right and at least you're saving the champagne industry yeah that, so, i mean that's, that's true right. that's true yeah but um i definitely don't want to drink on this medicine so you know that yeah. could be really funky so and i'm in yeah. a lot of pain so <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. May, may let the medicine do its job. Uh, well, what about you, Jess? What are you drinking? What's in your cup? Uh, I am back to La Marca after lots of frozen drinks and gin. I thought I'd go back to our comfort Prosecco. Uh, and, of course, I put some Haribo Bears in there just for funsies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I am drinking La Marca as well today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thanks to some leftovers from our uh, weekend adventures, and uh, I would well, have you got leftovers. Well, an extra bottle, but um, if uh, if I hadn't eaten the gummy bears earlier while I was sitting around doing nothing while my baby was napping, then I would have <laughs> them for my drink. But I just ate the gummy bears on their own, <laughs> uh-huh. so there's none in my cup tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh man, well, that's all good. Well, what's yeah. our drinking game this week, Lindsay? All right. So, you know the drill. Anytime we say the word story, you have to drink. Whether you're drinking your champagne, your gin cocktail, your coffee, your water, your milk, whatever. Play along and drink every time we say story. And don't be stupid. Don't drink and drop. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Filling all that. <laughs> uh, alrighty, it's time for our champagne shout-outs. Do we have any champagne shout-outs this week? Oh, we sure do. Uh, we are shouting out to our friends over at Blame Your Brother, um, their podcast, because that's who we had our weekend adventure with. Um, they celebrated their 200th episode by staying up for 24 hours straight um, somehow. And recording all 24 hours. Uh, and we got to be part of that for an hour. 
and they did a great job and uh, raised fifteen hundred dollars for St. Jude's. Oh my gosh, wow. that's awesome! Yes. Well, congrats to them. That's a yeah. big accomplishment. Yeah, for so, sure. So, so well, that, I want to talk to you guys about this. I was unable to make it. I had a death in my family, mm-hmm. but um, I did watch you guys on there because I actually got to see y'all um, and you know listen to your hour. So how long have they, they been recording when you got there? Um, when we got there, I mean, I, they had six hours left from the time that we started. Our it, recording yeah, they started at 8 p.m. Saturday night and we were 2 p.m. Sunday. So y'all were towards the end of their yes. the end. So yeah. how exhausted were the guys? I mean, they were pretty exhausted, I think, because... Uh, Marshall had been messaging me right before we went in there because he was listening to the previous uh, interviewee and he said one of them looked like they nodded off. (laughs) (laughs) So I think they might have been slightly exhausted at that point in time. Uh, So hopefully we we brought some peppy energy because that's what we were going for when we came in. Yeah, well, you brought uh, you brought alcohol, so that had to help, right? I mean, we're the champagne way. Like, uh, we had to bring some champagne, <laughs> um, and we brought some chips because they had just a couple of episodes previous done like their list of top chips. So we brought each of the guys their number one chip to to give them some sustenance to make oh, it nice. through. And we yeah. say chips loosely because, again, I still don't count Funyuns as chips. Uh, just yes, Funyuns. they're a chip, and they're amazing. They're definitely not chips. Well, do you I, also think combos are chips? Come on, now. no. Oh, see, <laughs> right, combos then, are okay, not. Chips. We'll agree on that one then. <laughs> combos are. Not that was a whole other discussion in one of their previous episodes yeah. <laughs> when they did like a recall on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. So I have a couple things. Um, first of all, like if our listeners weren't able to catch it how do they can they go back and watch that i believe they can um if, if they can they should be able to find it on blameyourbrother.tv um okay. i don't know if they put up the full entire stream considering it is actually 24 hours straight 24 live hours. um or if they're like taking it and like cutting it up into little segments but as it's like an anniversary special i'm assuming they do share at least part of it okay so um so i would like to know why jess has become the resident hockey expert and not me <laughs> and uh, not you <laughs> excuse me also yeah. I, w- I would like to hold on hold on let me point this out real quick it does indeed look like you can download the full 24-hour show oh yeah. my and they That's break a- okay. i i maybe Maybe so. Oh, no, no, no. They've only selected four segments of the broadcast to feature. We're not one of them. Never mind. Well, that's rude. That rude. <laughs> We're taking away our champagne shout out. I know they're listening. So uh, that is rude. And you should have us back on there. <laughs> okay, whatever. Um, okay. Oh, sorry, you're asking about why I'm the resident hockey expert? And not me, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. What What do you know? What uh, Lindsay? What's your hockey expertise? Why don't what? you go ahead and break it down for us? Oh, like qualifications. Yeah. What are your made, qualifications? Okay. Let's I made out. I made out with Jordan Tutu when he was a Nashville Predator. That's my qualification. Okay. What What numbers did Jordan Tutu wear when he was a Nashville Predator? Um, thirty-two. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
close. <laughs> wrong. Come on. Wrong. Okay. Disqualified. Uh, whatever. Anyway. What? what uh, no. Yeah, no. I, I just, uh, there was a point in, like, when they were talking about sports, especially when, like, you could see, like, Jess physically be like, wait, what team did you just talk about? Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. They, the attitude that came through on that, I loved sorry, so much they, in that they moment. They literally were wondering why the Predators would not, uh, oh, I said, I said the Predators got knocked out before they we even got into, like, the playoffs this whatever these weird hockey playoffs are going on right now we didn't even make it and so i was like i'm gonna root for the montreal canadians because they knocked out the pittsburgh penguins and so they remarked why the predators have so much hate for the penguins and i was so confused why we wouldn't because the penguins beat us for the stanley cup on our home ice like at Bridgestone arena like them. <laughs> like, like sydney crosby held up the the Stanley Cup, like on Bridgestone <laughs> Arena, and I was there, and it was horrible. And they were like, they couldn't understand why we would then despise the Pens, and they're like, that's not a big rivalry. And I was like, oh, sure, we're not in the same conference, but we're gonna hate them forever because they <laughs> took away our first Stanley Cup, like right there. Anyway, I got Anyways. very, I got very <laughs> angry about it. I would well, like to throw my hat in as expert as well. Well, okay. I, there there was a point during the show where I, I just kept thinking, I was like, I should uh, find my inner Lindsay and somehow try to fit into conversation the words sports ball stick. <laughs> <laughs> How can I find a way to get this into conversation? Just because I feel like that's been such an anchor in our show that I, you know, it needed to be said. And I kept trying to find that little opening. But then right about the time I'd find that opening, uh, one of them, I think it was David, would say something that would that Jess would just go, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> yeah, and so it, I never had that moment, but I, I was thinking about it just for you, Lindsay. Oh my God! Well, we would have gotten through all those bottles if we had to talk about sports. <laughs> exactly. yes. Another thing I almost mentioned would have been, uh, uh, man, if Lindsay was here, we would have definitely had her falling asleep right now or like making the the subject change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another topic y'all discussed is TikTok. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, so two things. Number one, I have been kicked off TikTok. <gasps> what? Because kicked off? By my husband. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I was say, we were like, whoa. <laughs> no, so um, it's an algorithm. So mm-hmm. it it kind of uh, watches what you like to watch because you can save stuff, you can like stuff. So you're going to get something kind of specifically built for you, right? So it's like, I'm not going to get a bunch of TikTok dances. It's like what one of the guys was saying, like, I don't care nothing about that. But what I did get was a lot of things on Amazon you need right now. <laughs> so, I get, yeah, so I was like, oh man, like I need to just stop. So I haven't been on there in a long time. But Jay still watches it a lot. And oh. all of his are like dirty jokes and dirty videos. Right. So oh just, I just say that to say it's not all those little teeny dancers. Uh, yeah. Unless that's what you like. So you can, uh, his is all sports stuff, Marvel stuff, and then dirty jokes. 
So they have those same, of course, algorithms on like Facebook and Instagram, yeah. especially based on like uh, what, uh, not sponsorships, but what what uh, promotions that you see and yeah. like sales advertisements and stuff that they're putting in there. And so I apparently fall for a lot of those similar things. Lindsay, because I always yeah. get like the BuzzFeed, like 20 things that are trending on Amazon right now, or these are the 20 household items that you must have right now, you know, <laughs> like best gifts of 2020 and best things of quarantine. I go through all of those and I've got like little like ca- like carts or whatever on uh, Amazon that are like or wish lists that are like, oh, things I need for the house because of that. Things that I need for this oh, yeah. because of this. It was yeah. so bad. Yeah, I've got a whole wish list of stuff still on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But my Facebook algorithms, like, probably about a month ago, was all crotchless panties. <laughs> I think I told you <laughs> about this. I don't know why. Yes. I'm so curious as to why. I feel like someone had to have gotten on your phone or, or your uh, computer oh. and, like, searched for something. Maybe. <laughs> But I mean, like, it was weird I mean, because I was thinking it because I was about to go, like, had to get a gift for a bachelorette party. So I definitely was thinking about it. Well, that's not the first time. Yeah. Like, that's what, like, Facebook, like, reads your mind and stuff like that. So, yeah. It's, I, really, sometimes I think that's what happens. Well, you hear now there's oh. going to be a, a, a Facebook uh, data center that's opening up in Galton. So oh, they're yeah. going to be even closer and they're going to be reading our minds all the time. Just saying. Mm. They don't want in this mind. They're, they're going to be in this, in our airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then you guys got to talking about hometown. Mm-hmm. And I'm very sad. I did not get to tell anyone about my hometown. Oh, well, I, I I at least got it right when I said you were from Waynesboro, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yes, I uh, grew up on legit moonshine. Somebody <laughs> asked that, like, uh-huh. the real stuff, the real stuff. Uh, my first taste of alcohol was uh, Everclear. Oh. It, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And I did bring a friend down um, right after college to Waynesboro to to visit with my family and we took her to the bar that's in a trailer it's called the outpost and she did get hit on by another one of my friends who's from Waynesboro and still lives there today and his pickup line for her was you're so hot I'd suck a fart out of your ass oh my god yeah has that ever worked for him uh I, I, I can tell you this time it did not. It that's did a, not. That's yeah. a true. Not. That's a true story. This is a true story. <laughs> yeah. True story. Wow. Drink. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> true story. That's a true story. So um, yeah. So um, it's it's very country. Um, you know, my dad's side of the family's from Alabama, uh, right across the line. So it's really cl- close in like proximity to them mm-hmm. and I remember they had my dad's parents my grandma's parents were divorced had asked me to come over for like a weekend or something and they're like oh bring your bathing suit and they lived in this old country farmhouse and I was like oh they're like really getting up in the world they finally got a pool or something like I was so excited so I get there and I look and I'm looking in their backyard and I do not see a pool 
Y'all, they had an old bathtub sitting in their backyard. <laughs> and we had to carry buckets of water because it wasn't even have running water to it. Buckets of water and pour it into this bathtub. And that was yeah. why you brought your bathing suit? Yeah. We had the best time, though. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was like an outdoor bath. <laughs> Wow. I would yeah. have been like, okay, so if we're not going to the pool, like, is there a creek or? <laughs> nope. We just had a good old time in that bathtub. It, okay. Nothing yep. like, a, like a lawn bath. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, I love Lindsay's stories. They're always the best. <laughs> they really are. And that's what we said when we were uh, on the podcast with Blame Your Brother. We said Lindsay's stories are the best. Yeah. Well, I hate drink, that I missed drink. it, but. We'll have to do it again for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm 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 sad that we didn't get to talk a little bit more. I think we ended up s- straying off subject a little bit because I never got to talk more about like where I'm from, other than oh. to say where I'm from. Just because I've got like I've been to a lot of places. I never once got to bring up volcanoes, uh, spaceships, other than to say that's where the shuttles go off. I mean, yeah. like. That we had a surf club, like things like that, that usually are like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> now, Trina has my favorite, and I think it was middle school, her mascot was the Scotty Dog. Oh, yeah. The Scotty Dogs. <laughs> and I just think that's adorable. And I picture their little cheerleaders with like little poodle skirts. And she said that wasn't it, but that's what I picture. So that's no, what I, that's the, the weird thing about it because we were the Scotty Dogs, but our colors were like teal and uh, or like a light blue and white, and we basically look like Smurfs. Like I was in pet yeah. band, and I mean, because if you think about that, you'd almost you'd be like, okay, well, we're like the pants blue and the tops white. No, opposite, white pants and blue tops. We were Smurfs. that doesn't make Who sense. Who thought about that with little Scotty dogs on our cheeks and stuff? And it was just like I guarantee you, it was a man. I mean, uh, yeah, or none it of was, it made sense. It would have been so cute if you'd done the poodle skirts and you'd worn like little Scottish like beret things and oh stuff my God. like that. I do think some of our dance team people had wore this like poodle skirts at some point, but it still was like the teal and like or like the bluish color and then the white. Not, yeah, so yeah. dumb. It's not what you would expect for the Scotty dogs. They missed yeah. their mark pretty pretty hard <laughs> that's a very aggressive mascot it is yes yep yeah we were the wildcats what was your mascot jess we were the bobcats mm. the bobcats yeah um, our wildcat and bobcat would probably chew your dog's head off <laughs> it's better than our mascot when i lived in south dakota which i'm pretty sure was just like a colonial drummer boy or something <laughs> like, what do you even do with that <laughs> Uh, I think I'm trying to remember what the name of that school was when I went when I lived in South Dakota, but it yeah, I was only there for one year and it was just really weird. <laughs> well, wasn't it like our college one? Isn't it like a flying horse? The Pegasus. Yeah, the Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. Well, Which is still cooler than some of the other mascots I've had in my life. That's well, true. Didn't we have two mascots in college? What was the uh, other one? Uh, I think the other one's more of a rebel figure. Am I making this up? Uh, like a raider? Yeah, it's a raider. Oh uh, yeah, blue, blue raider. raiders ride on to victory with a yeah, Pegasus. But, but I thought that like that was just like the name of the Pegasus. I don't know. Or the no, no, the, na- the no, the Pegasus is like has a lightning like a is the name of the Pegasus. Oh, that's right, lightning. Hello, hey, I've been cool for a long ass time. Know. Okay, <laughs> I went to a football game the whole time. So. Uh-huh. Um, 
yeah. I was like, I would like tailgate it. Now, Come okay, on. wait, Lindsay, I have a question. Speaking of our college, um, the on that Blame Your Brother podcast, they brought up something, and I've never heard this story in my life. Okay. The the whole time I attended college, the whole time I lived in Murfreesboro, never heard this story about. Um, I think it's the the Davis store, right? Uh, the Curse of the Davis Market. Yeah. Have you yeah. heard this? No. Uh-huh. How did you not hear uh-huh. this? How did I hear of this? Like, if you didn't uh-huh. hear of this, Lindsay? Yeah. No, I didn't, and I I think I heard you guys starting to talk about it in my. Again, I was in my hometown and had like no service so it kept cutting in so i didn't hear everything about it but i don't think i ever heard about the curse of the davis store now i know I where it is i feel like this is going to jog a memory maybe though but so did okay. you ever go into the davis market and did you ever yes. buy anything from it i'm sure yeah, sure okay if you, if you went in i'm sure you bought something. right so, i mean surprisingly I've, i think i'd been in there but i never actually bought anything but i also knew about the curse so <laughs> uh-oh um, so the curse, of Davis Market. Apparently, the curse is that yeah. if you bought something from there, and I, I don't know if it was anything or if it was specifically if you bought beer from Davis Market. Oh. I want to say it's like if you bought beer, so you might have like avoided it. But um, oh, it I was totally that's going it. to uh, that you're never going to leave Murfreesboro, basically, oh. or that you're going to. Uh, come back to Murfreesboro like there's a pool that keeps pulling you back to it and um, that is all based on this curse if you've ever bought anything from Davis Market and the only way to break the curse so that you can leave the borough is apparently to uh, go pee on the you know how the, there was that monument that was near our first apartment Lindsay it was like so the geographical like center of Tennessee yeah so the guy, uh, one of the guys on the show was talking about it, and he said that you have to go pee on the monument. I think what I had heard was you either had to pee on the monument or you had to actually pee on the walls of Davis Market. And that's yeah. how you break the curse. I'd heard okay. it both ways, but the monument is, like, the more known one. But, yeah, if you don't do that, then it's oh. just like it just pulls well, you back. Well, I have peed all over Murfreesboro, y'all, because... I, when I got drunk in college, my favorite thing to do is pee out in the public. I don't know why. <laughs> I just did. I did on the square, wherever we were. I peed on my purse once. I, <laughs> I do remember a few times. Um, it wasn't you, though, but it was one of our friends that used to come over to our apartment all the time that was like, oh, I just go outside and pop a squat between the two cars. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, again, I grew up in the country. I would just rather, honestly, pop a squat in the on a monument than go in some nasty bathroom. Yeah. So well, there you go. So I guarantee you, I'll you pee did, on something. But you, but did you ever pee on or near the the monument that was the the center of uh, Tennessee? I'm not gonna lie. I can't. I can't account for many of my colleagues. I was going to say how she's supposed to remember if she was drunk. I wonder if like, you're within a certain distance of it, if it counts, though, because our first apartment was, like, within walking distance. Yeah. So. But I think I, like, I am cursed, so there's that. Wait, what, uh, what are you cursed by? <laughs> I just have had a lousy couple weeks. So I'm <laughs> going to say I'm cursed. Um, well, do you feel the pull to go back to Murfreesboro? Do you no, to go no, there? I don't. <laughs> Do you think no. you'll ever end up back there? No, I'll pee on it, though. 
<laughs> you know, you'll pee on the hole in Murfreesboro. Yeah, you're gonna. Are you gonna? Are you gonna crop dust I mean, Murfreesboro? Oh no, I'm just gonna pee on it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. So, I mean, I'm close to it. So, so you 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 feel like you're you're definitely not cursed by this Davis Market curse because you've peed enough in random places in Murfreesboro to break the curse. Yeah, you were ever under the curse's spell. Yes. Now, my sister-in-law and her husband just bought a house in Murfreesboro. Whoa, really? Oh. Yeah, I need to tell them about the curse. Oh, if they ever buy from Davis Market, then they're never, ever, ever leaving Murfreesboro. Yeah. Ugh. So, yep. there's that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to ask my friends that do live in Murfreesboro that, ne- well, even if they moved away and they moved back, I'm just going to, like, be- ask them now. Did they yeah. go buy beer there? Is that why they never left or they had to go yeah. back? I, no blaming it on that. They're from there. Yeah. <laughs> not an excuse. <laughs> not, not, nope, nope, nope. Um, yeah. Well, I, I did not, I don't think I, I fall under the curse of the Davis market curse. Cause I'm pretty sure I never bought beer from there. Mm-hmm. And I also, I'm pretty sure I just never bought anything from there, but I do believe I went in there a few times. Yeah. So, but yeah. I also knew of the curse. I don't know. Again, how did I know about this and not you, Lindsay? Memories back then were foggy. <laughs> That's all I can say. Well, looking back, it's like I feel like my time in Murfreesboro was a long time. Like I lived there for a long time. And but realistically, I lived there for like two and a half years, maybe three. Gosh, and, looking back, I felt like I was there for five seconds. And I will see, and I look back and it's like I have so many memories from that time in college and but it's it's funny because there that was like a little blip on my radar of like my time in Tennessee now, <clears throat> and everything else has been Nashville based since like 2007. So mm. it's been a long time here in like yeah. in Nashville. But anyway, college was fun. I'd go back if I, mean, I could I'd... like get rid of my responsibilities and bills and stuff. Yeah, yeah, college was fun. Maybe we should all become professors and go back and just. I don't think it'll be the same. No. (laughs) We need to be freshmen. (laughs) (laughs) But know what we know now. Yeah. 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 I mean, but you can't get student aides to like grade everything for you. And I'm just saying, you can work it to make it still enjoyable and act like you're an adult in college. I kids these days. With the power. Yeah, but like kids these days, we'd probably you could go be a professor, and like kids these days, you would just be like, they'd say something, and you would look at them and be like, "What are you talking about?" I know. Oh, I like, say that now when I have to deal with like young people. Yeah. <laughs> young people, look at how old are we? Like fifty? Yeah, <laughs> I know, but still, just in Pretty general, much. young people. Pretty much. Well, I'm glad you guys got to do that. But, yeah, we'll definitely have to uh, get with those guys again because I missed out. And we'll have to, uh, to maybe let them sleep a little bit before we have our next <laughs> co-adventure. Well, so they did bring up, like, a few um, interesting points. First of all, okay. Um, once this COVID thing is done and we're back in the studio and – uh, therefore allowed to bring in guests who can also be in our studio. We have been promised a very, very, very special bottle. Do you oh. remember, Jess? Yeah, we've been promised a bottle of Dom. Yeah. So Okay. 
that right there is a reason to yell at people to keep their asses at home and wear some masks because we need this COVID thing to end so that we can get our bottle of Dom. Uh, hell yeah. No, tomorrow <laughs> it's over. Tomorrow it's over. It's done. <laughs> the end. Also, yep. there was a question that was raised based on like, you know, they did this whole 24 hour live broadcast for their 200th episode. To raise money okay. for charity. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So that raises the question of what do we do when we hit our 100 episode milestone, which is going to be probably like a year from now at least. But oh, uh, easy, easy a year since we're only at episode 68. But that means we have, you know, we've got a lot of episodes to figure out. Like, oh, I already know what we're going to do. What are we going to do? We are going to drink 100 bottles of champagne. Okay. Um, like, oh. In one sitting. In one oh. sitting. <laughs> we're going to split it. Like, I don't get 100. You don't get Like, we're going to split 100. Okay. okay. Well, so we were asked about that, and, and we came up with a different plan, which I kind of feel lines up slightly with yours, but also okay. is better. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, what is your plan? Was, uh, we go to Champagne, France. Oh, yes. And drink 100 <laughs> bottles of champagne. And drink one bottle. Yes. But and in champagne all France. of yeah. the, the champagne distilleries or whatever they're called. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The champaneries. The champaneries. Champaneries. Um, so, yes, we, we can do both of those things. We can drink 100 bottles of champagne, probably not in one sitting, but in one trip to Champagne France, obviously. Okay. That done. means we're going to have to go for at least a month, obviously, as well. I mean, we're just going to move there, I thought. We're just, just going to move there. So we have until our 100th episode to um, figure that out. Yeah. So All right. We need to start our GoFundMe account right now. I mean, Why were they like, <laughs> raising money for St. Jude? Obviously, we need the money for travel <laughs> For our 100th year. Yeah. Our 100th year. Sorry. 100th but, episode. <laughs> priorities, guys. Yes. Yeah. Come on now. Um, <laughs> maybe we should start our own fundraiser and we'll start pushing it at our 70th episode because that's how long it'll be like send Lindsay and Trina to Space Camp, except send Lindsay, Jess, and Trina to Champagne Print. Yes. Yeah. There you exactly. go. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, anyways, that's that that's that's what we need to start. We're just putting that out there now, guys. Yep. Yep. Just making that that a plan. It's gonna happen. Alrighty, so topic number two. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I thought of this topic. So I told you guys earlier I had a death in the family. Well, it was my grandmother who was very, very close to, and I got to be there with her, and it was really sad, and awful. But you know, the one of the I guess silver linings of stuff like this happening is that people tell stories. Uh, you get to hear about how people grew up and, and things you might not hear of during normal family get together. So it just got me thinking about like grandparents stories or parents stories, think how things have changed from um, the time they were raised to how we were raised or just even the generational gaps of, of like how, why are things different? Mm-hmm. So um, my grandfather told me the funniest story. So I'm pretty sure I know why people got married when they were like really young. Uh, my grandmother was 18 years old. She was still a senior in high school, but she uh, was 18. And she met my grandfather who was in the army or Navy. I think he was in the Navy at that time. 
and he had his little outfit on and all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, they, he took her on a date and they had a flat tire. So she got home after curfew. Uh-oh. And her mother did not care about excuses. Um, and she got a whooping. Whoa. At, eight, at 18. A whooping. A whooping. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so then my aunt and uncle were telling me uh, that they wanted to go. Uh, well, my aunt had been in a car wreck back in the 80s. And she was in Texas and they wanted to go see her because it wasn't looking good. And uh, his girlfriend, my uncle's girlfriend, her, her mom was like, no, not unless you're married. You can't leave the state, even though you're of age. Like, no. So they just got married to go. And they're still oh, together. Wow. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and I was asking my granddad, you know, I was like, well, how long did you and my grandmother date? Oh, a couple months. Like, mm-hmm. so I think. You you either got married or got a whooping. <laughs> yeah, that's a good description of it. Um, no. It is interesting, like, generationally, like, yeah. I remember growing up and being told, like, you should date a long time, really get to know the person before you get married. And, and then come to find out when I got older and started looking more into, like, my grandparents' history or, like, my parents history i'm like how long did you guys date before you got married because in all cases in all scenarios it sounded like a few months yep and then marriage and also all of them were really young it was same similar situation like 18 married yep yeah i mean yeah my grandmother had like married before she graduated high school Mm -hmm. so in her senior picture she has her married name Wow. Really? But hell, it worked. I mean, they would have been married seven years come January, y'all. Oh, wow. That's awesome, so, though. Yeah. I mean, my yeah. mom my mom got married when she was 20. Yeah. They're still married, her and her. Yeah. And her and my dad, they yeah. just celebrated their 50th. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Well, there you go. I mean, that's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I do think, like, so the stories that come up when, you know, I, again, as we get older and our our parents and grandparents start sharing more is always really interesting. Yeah. But um, I had a time with my grandmother on my dad's side, my uh, grandmother, Jimmy Mae. Um, Jimmy came, Mae? Yes, Jimmy That's Mae. adorable. <laughs> she came to visit um, up here in Tennessee right after Marshall and I bought our house. And she came up into town. She was not able to drive herself. But my Aunt Cindy and my cousin Skylar, they brought her up here. And um, it was just like, you could tell like it was a nostalgic trip for her. Because, <clears throat> sorry about that. She um, she actually used to live up on the Kentucky and Tennessee border um, right after her and my grandfather got married. And he was in the military, so he was stationed up there. And... Uh, that's where they lived right after they got married and was their first home before she had kids. And she went on to have five kids. The first one being my dad, who was born in Kentucky at Fort Campbell. And so this, I re- she had always talked about it. And ever since I moved up here, she would talk about, oh, yeah, back when we lived up there, back when we lived up there, and have all these stories she remembered so fondly. And then come to find out, she had never been back here since then. She lived there, and it, you know, again, it was like their beginning of their relationship. They were 
knew each other probably a few months, got married, moved off to uh, Kentucky or Tennessee. And they lived in Clarksville. So they were on the Tennessee side, but you know, they had my dad on the Kentucky side. And anyways, we drove around Clarksville just trying to look around and, and see if there were places that, that she can remember. And we ended up finding the house that they lived in when my dad was born. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, wow. out of just random because she was talking about how they rented out this person's basement, like an apartment. And that's where they were living at during that time frame. She had stories that she could remember falling down the stairs at the first ice during the winter, uh, walking down the street to the church that she used to go to and which we even found the church that she went to. Um and we went and got a picture of her outside of the hospital on the base where my dad was born. So, I mean, I wish that my dad had been here, too, because to go through and hear all of her stories with her just would have been great, I'm sure, for him because they were fascinating to me. I just was like her chauffeur going down memory lane, which was great. Um, awesome. Yeah. And then on top of that, probably one of the other best experiences from that with my grandmother is that we took her to this little hole in the wall bar to hear bluegrass music because I know she's always loved bluegrass so I was like you know yes it's a bar but you know they have pickers and it was like this open jam night and I thought oh she's just gonna love hearing this live music and whatnot and we get there and she's enjoying it she's really feeling the movement and she decides she's gonna try a sip of my cousin's beer and I have never in my entire life seen this woman drink didn't even know she was capable of it or that she's ever even had the desire to do so and I don't think it was obviously her first sip ever but she decided to have a sip of his beer and her whole face puckered which oh. like she had eaten a whole lemon and it was the funniest thing we all <laughs> dying laughing but like I just loved that entire trip like that's just got such I've got such good memories from that so and she passed a couple of years ago so I'm really glad that I had those little moments with her Oh my gosh, that's great! I love it, Jimmy May. Mm-hmm. Good old Jimmy May. <laughs> love my it. My grandmother's name was Mary Bell, and then when she was little, her mama started calling her Patsy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like she has no idea why. And then Pat, like on her social security card, on her driver's license, was Patsy. So her name is you said Ma Mary Bell. Mary Bell. That's what her name actually was, and then she just. At some point, everyone just started calling her Patsy. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, how do you get Granny Pat out of that? I've always known no. her as Granny Pat. Yeah. That's interesting. I know. I was like, that, you know, I've been trying to figure out for, like, my entire lifetime. My grandpa, Buck, he, his name is not Buck. If you look online, it's Buck Peters. If you ask someone who knows him, his name is Buck Peters. He's always been that. Yeah. His name is Plenty Moses Peters. Plenty Moses? Plenty Moses. Yes. So, I don't know where they got Buck from, but he's always been Buck. <laughs> His name is Plenty? Um, it's Plenty. What, like P-L-E-N-N-Y? I'm pretty sure it's Plenty, yeah. Oh, oh my God. Next day so, yeah, it's... it's Waylon it. and Plenty. Waylon and Plenty. I should have named Waylon Plenty Widener. That's <laughs> the best country music duo I've ever heard. God, right? But I had Plenty and, and Jimmy May. Two different sides of the family here, but <laughs> that works too. It depends, I guess, if you have a boy or a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I also have another funny story about my grandparents. Okay. And this is, you know, my, my grandpa Buck is still uh, alive. He's the one, he lives out in the Philippines now. But um, I remember in school, I think it was 
when I lived in South Dakota and I was in like sixth grade, we had to do something for like grandparents day. And it was like, pick a grandparent and you're going to like write a report and like talk to the class about your grandparent. And for some reason I was like, I'm going to talk about my grandpa Buck. He's like the coolest man ever. And he, he works at Disney world. So I'm going to talk about that. Cause I live in South Dakota now and everyone here is fascinated by the fact that I've been to Disney world so many times. So, <laughs> so I was like, okay, let's talk about the grandpa, grandparent that works there. And, um, I, <laughs> I just have this vague memory of going through all of his wives that he had had at some point in time. How many? Did he have? <laughs> and, and my, I think my dad at one point when I was talking about it and being like, Oh yeah, he's been married five times, twice to the same woman. And, <laughs> and him going, maybe you shouldn't say that. And, and I was like, but why? What, what grade were you in? I was in sixth grade. <laughs> and I was just like, well, why not? I mean, it's, like, true, why? it's a true story. Like, yeah. so what? He's been married a few times. He's married to my grandma Nora now. That's the only one I really remember anyways. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my <Lord>. Yeah. <laughs> just, I'm sure my teacher was probably like, uh, <laughs> maybe you could have left that part out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's part of his story. It is part yeah. of his story. He married the same woman twice. Apparently, that's like a common thing for some people. <laughs> and it is. I've heard that. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, Je Jeff, you got any uh, fun stories? Um, well, I, unfortunately, my grandparents uh, all passed away by the time I was in sixth grade. So, I couldn't mm -hmm. really uh, talk to them. But my dad uh, shared a lot of his kind of childhood and like military stories we'd go to bars and drink together and stuff um and he would just tell me his just stories he kind of open up and i think one of my favorite stories that he shared with me is um he grew up in nashville and his dad so my grandfather on my dad's side worked for the may hosiery factory in nashville which I think is being turned into some luxury condominium apartment. They still exist. Uh, I used to drive by them on my way to work when I still drove to work. Um, and my dad, when he was young, I think maybe five, four or five, um, my grandfather was, they were all going on strike. And my dad wanted to go with him. Uh, the workers were going on strike and my dad went with him. And the only reason my dad went with him to go on strike is because they were serving hot Krispy Kreme donuts. Heck yeah. <laughs> so my dad went with his dad, with my grandfather, on strike. Uh, this was like in the, I guess, I don't know. My dad was born in 45, so this must have been like 1950, 1951. Went, on went with my grandfather on strike to have a hot Krispy Kreme donut. Well, that's a reason right there. We'll protest for donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so that's just like one of my favorite stories that my dad yeah. told me from his childhood. Because I'm just like, well, I, I can get behind that. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Um, yeah. We'll strike yeah. for donuts. Um, I've got, I've got another really good one from Marshall's grandmother. Ooh. Okay. Uh, this is like... We were, I'm trying to remember when it was we were sitting around um, talking about this, but like, it, like you said, Lindsay, like after 
a funeral or a memorial, a lot of times family members will sit around and like just go into storytelling mode and they come out of the woodwork with some funny things all oh, yeah. of a sudden. And now we did this a lot after Marshall's dad passed and, and that's because everyone had a really good Gary story at some point. Like my favorite one from his dad is the weekend that I met him and he legit got hit by a car and <laughs> it got hit by a car and comes into the house like he he walked out of the building really fast and wasn't paying attention so he said it was his fault this truck came out of nowhere like I turned a corner and like he just rolled up on the hood said oh sorry rolled off the hood and then ran off to go check on what he was doing <laughs> and in the process he like hurt his thumb like thought maybe he like dislocated it hurt it or something and so he comes into the house um like marshall's parents house and he, he just walks up to me and marshall and he just goes i got hit by a car today don't tell your mom and walks off <laughs> <laughs> and, and we're just like what especially me i'm like did he just say what he just said oh <laughs> of course marshall's turning red just like well, that's my dad. <laughs> and then it ended up being this whole thing. That was a funny story that we just loved hearing Gary tell because it was like, he said the guys just like drove off, but uh, came back around. And by then, like the, uh, it was like his, there was a Hispanic guy that was driving the truck at the time that he hit Gary. And then um, when they kept looping around the block and they came back around, he was in the passenger seat all of a sudden because he was so shook by the experience. So they pulled back around to make sure that Gary was okay. And Gary comes out and he's like, oh, I'm fine. Do you want me to pull that dent out of the front of your car? Because he had dented the car. And they were like, no, man, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that was one of my favorites from him. But, um, anyways, but that led to us talking uh, to Marshall's grandmother who started in on these stories about how when she was younger, she um, she was divorced at the time. And so she was, you know, working, trying to, you know, keep food on the table for the kids and stuff. And she was running a diner, a, 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 like a road stop diner, a trucker mm -hmm. diner. And she was telling some story about how she had an... Uh, <laughs> An illegal gambling ring in the basement of the <laughs> diner, and that, um, like, so one of the other servers, I can't remember her name, who, in, for the sake of the story, well, let's call her uh, Susan, and Susan was uh, talking to some truckers, and then there were some cops at another table over to the side, and she was, Susan was trying to, like, tell the truckers about the you know, illegal gambling uh, down, down, downstairs and uh, Lida had to go over there and tell her to uh, shut her GD mouth because she was going to get them caught because the cops were nearby. And so she told this story and, and so <laughs> she did not say GD. She said just the actual phrase, gosh, damn, you know, and Marshall and his brother thought it was so funny. They just kept going, hey, Grandma, what did she? What did you have to say to Susan? What did you have to say to her? And she, I told Susan to shut her GD mouth. And they, she just kept saying it and kept saying it because they kept being like, <laughs> oh one more God. time, what did you have to say to her? Oh. Anyways, that was just one of the best times. So many things came out in that story. It was just like, wait, you ran an illegal gambling ring? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what? And she just what? blew through that. Like, that wasn't the that main wasn't point of the story. 
<laughs> like that. It was just like, by the way, yeah, whatever. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, by the way, I ran this thing. It's crazy. And my granddad, uh, he'll be 92 the end of this month. And he was telling us, like, he was the youngest of, like, 94 kids. And uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, how, wait, how many? Gone. But he was the youngest of how many ever. <laughs> Eight or nine or okay. 94. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Um, that many. But his mom signed for him to go into the Army when he was 16. Oh, wow. And he moved. Uh, right after that moved to uh, he lived in Nebraska moved to like a bigger city in Nebraska and he didn't have enough money he would send half of his check because in the military what whatever you make and you send back home they'll match it mm-hmm. so he would send like at least half of his check to his mom to help and because his dad had passed and he didn't have enough money for a room, and he slept in the back of a car on a used car lot. Yeah, and they told him, they're like, it's fine, just be gone by the time we open. He did that every night. Oh. I know. For how, for how long? long? <laughs> a couple months until we could save up some money. Wow. I know. When he was in the Army? Well, I think it was right like after or maybe right before or he was trying to like make money before he went, maybe. Okay. I was like that. I was like, what the hell, Army? I know. I know. And then we were talking about his tattoos because he's got um, a couple of tattoos, which my grandmother hated. And we're like, where did you get all those tattoos? He's like, oh, the zoo. We're like, what? The zoo? Did he he work in the zoo? Tattoos inside the Memphis Zoo. He got them in the zoo. Yeah. uh, what do you they, mean? Do they do tattoos in the zoo, or was, was this like, like, did he work there? Like, where the animals live? He goes, well, yeah, it's a zoo, Lindsay. Like I was the crazy one. Yeah. <laughs> Some, did somebody just on the fly? No, they had like a shop inside the zoo. What? Yeah. Oh my god. Which I think is a great idea. <laughs> I, who says zoos are just for kids come on what, ta- what are his tattoos what are they they're hula girls he got hula girl tattoos at the memphis zoo yeah while he was married <laughs> while he was married okay there was a rumor in my family going around that he, they were topless and then my granny pat made him get tops put on them um but i asked like him the- him, they've always had tops this oh, I, I wish it was the other story. Like the Pope made like the naked paintings get fig leaves on them. That would be an even better story. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was like, like I couldn't wrap my head around him getting tattoos at the zoo, and I was the crazy one. Yeah, <laughs> but while he was married, like not even like, I mean, I know they got married young, but like, he was like, I wish I wouldn't have got these tattoos. Every but if you're in the navy, you had to have tattoos. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's probably a rule somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But well, I recorded 30 minutes of his stories. They're so uh, good. The, uh, so my, my grandpa had tattoos from when he was in the Navy and they were like here on his arms. Yeah. And, um, his, his, he was always, of course, like later on in life, like don't get tattoos. And if you're going to get them, get them in a discreet spot where no one can see them, which I was like, okay, well, then why do you get a tattoo then? <laughs> but right. he, he, he had a very good reason for what, which kind of wouldn't matter now. Cause let's face it. A lot of people work even in big offices with tattoos on them now, but, um, or invisible ones for that matter. But he 
when he moved to Florida much later in his life after the Navy and decided to work for Disney, the mouse does not like tattoos to be shown on the employees. If you haven't yeah. realized that, you probably haven't ever noticed a tattoo on any employee at, at Disney Park ever. And they, because, the, you know, they're cast members. Right. And so if he, a lot of his jobs were not in public, but if he was ever in a job that was in public, he had to wear long sleeves to cover his tattoos on his arms. So just think about that being in Florida working outside and having like something covering you down your wrist because you've got tattoos on your forearms. So he ended up getting them removed uh, when like the laser treatments came out. Um, He was like, very beginning of that getting getting those removed on his arms because of that which then it just looked like that scar shape of a tattoo on him but right yeah so but i do like what you're saying about that like just p- grandparents in general i feel like they they drop those little nuggets sometimes and oh. then when you ask questions they're like well, like it's like it's just common knowledge that things were done differently back then yeah. like no yeah, I just I just tried to Google tattoo parlor Memphis Zoo and it didn't it I'm, didn't come up. No, I want to like do deep research into that and be like, what? Like, I want to know where was it? Like, was it right by like the hot dog stand? Like, I want to know this. Was it in the Tiger Land? Like, yeah, like where? Where to get your tattoo? Then that's what I'm picturing. Yeah, or, or like near the reptile house. Like that yeah. also seems like maybe a place. I'm so curious. Yeah, I'm very curious myself. So if you find anything on that, or if any of our listeners out there know anything about tattoos at zoos, you let us know. We want to hear all about it. We want to hear about it. Or if any of your grandparents or, you know, aunts and uncles ever dropped like some really weird ass story on you at the most awkward time. We also want to know that. Yeah, we want to (laughs) know. Please submit to us. Just DM us, slide up in there, send us a message on our website at the champagneway.com we want to know <laughs> yeah and use your voice memos on your phone i was really lucky to record some of my granny stories like a couple days before she passed and then um i'd like to try to do that more with my granddad he promised me he had 20 more years left in him so um hopefully i get a lot of stories so <laughs> it's just a good way to do it and to like have those memories and their voice and you know mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah. Also, there's all those. Uh, there's a lot of books out there right now, especially on uh, Amazon. I got one for Marshall and then for my dad for Father's Day, where it's stories about me and it's prompts within a book to talk about stories or moments in your life. And Ooh. so uh, I got one for Marshall that he can fill out. And the story is supposed to be you write it down with the intention of giving the book back to your child one day. So like the story of me that I sent to my dad, he's going to fill it out. He'll send it to me at some point. Uh, It comes back to me and then I can share those stories with my sisters. But then then for Marshall, the one for him, he can fill it out and he'll give it to Waylon. I love that. Probably going to buy one for myself so that I can fill it out too. (laughs) I want to give everyone that yeah me too i yeah i think so if you look those up there you can find them on amazon at any bookstore they're very fascinating but do your research on them because some of them have different types of prompts and stories uh some have a lot of room in them to write it out and some don't okay Okay. cool anyways it's time for a treat of the week also we said stories like 50 million times so we really did that was like yeah my water's almost gone well (laughs) I got that noise. More. 
almost sounded like glass breaking. I did. Your metal straw. <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> getting a little drunk on that water. <laughs> breaking things. Breaking. Alrighty, so treat of the week. Treat what are you treating yourselves to? Who wants Jess, to start? Jess, what you treating yourself? Um, all right. Uh, have you all heard of Twins: The New Trend? What? What? Oh <laughs> my God! Be prepared to waste like two days of your life. Okay. Um, uh, okay, Twins the New Trend is the name of the YouTube channel of these two twins. Um, it is Tim and Fred Williams. They are two 21-year-old twins, and it is literally videos of them reacting to music. Oh, I saw this on uh, my like the Today Show in the morning. Yes. And it, they really kind of went viral when they reacted to uh, Phil Collins in the air tonight. Boop, 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 boop. Yes. And they were like, pretty much like, whoa, we've never seen anybody drop a beat four minutes into the song. <laughs> uh, and it started with one of them. I can't remember which one it is. Um, he kind of just started himself and he didn't have internet in his house. And he just created like 10 videos of himself reacting to music and and these are songs that like he and his brother have never heard before they say they've never heard this music before and so he started just recording himself reacting to songs and then he went to a friend's house who had internet and just just uploaded all these songs to youtube um and now they've gone viral and he added his brother reacting um basically will and i on a couple of nights this week we're doing other things um like i was looking up stuff and kind of working and will was like putting together a lego set and we instead of watching a show we literally and they have they have so much content they're huge content creators and we just let this play on youtube on our tv for like hours like they have, <laughs> they, have they have so much i mean they've done queen they've done um Whitney Houston, they've done Dolly Parton, they've done Phil Collins, they've done rock, they like rock a lot, they like guitars and, and like really raw vocals, they've done Nirvana, they've done anything you could imagine, they've done really old stuff, they've done some newer stuff, it's so just entertaining, and even if you like are only half paying attention to the reaction, which is really fun to watch, you're just also listening to a really great mix of music. Mm -hmm. um so it it's twins the new trend really if you just go to the youtube homepage, they're going to be tr like trending and mm -hmm. we just like we just like went to their channel and just like let it auto play oh my gosh okay i'm gonna have to check that out that it's, is pretty funny i haven't checked so out the channel but i did see the little clip on the today show when it went yeah, viral it is it's great fun which is awesome because like anytime like older songs like that start retrending they start getting a bunch of new streams which for you know people in the music industry well, like that's a because the songwriter the band like that the well, label right. also profiting again off well, of that song and they're so good about it so they like listen to it but they so you see their thing but then you also see that they play like the actual legit video to it so you mm -hmm. see that down in the corner so you see it in real time what they're reacting to oh. they 
Yeah. So, and they started doing the music video too. So you'll, it's often they're watching the actual music video. So they're doing like the legit thing and they're like exposing themselves and other younger people to like, they're giving themselves a music education and they've like said, we're open to any music. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's great fun. Awesome. Nice. What are you treating yourself to this week, Lindsay? So um, mine's a little unorthodox, but um, heirloom jewelry. Did I say that right? Like Mm -hmm. an heirloom tomato. Yeah. Uh, So um, I got to take this home. Um, Is it ring? It's a class ring. Oh. And uh, so my grandparents didn't have wedding rings anymore. They pawned them when they were younger for money, for food. And so, and they're, they're not very um, sentimental people. They don't really have anything that I could take. So this was my Aunt Angie's class ring and she graduated the year I was born and she passed away when I was two years old. And so this is like one thing that my grandmother still had. And so I got this and my sister got a necklace of hers. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, I've lost my class ring so, um, but I just, I loved how it was like, the year I was born and I don't know. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say I've got my class ring. It's in one of my old jewelry boxes, but mine is MIA. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how that stuff goes missing? Sometimes you're like, what happened to it? Who has it somewhere? Marcus Pearl, probably on that. Yeah. It's like, who, who finds that stuff and like thinks, hmm, what do I do with this now? Yeah, you know. What about you, Trina? Um, my treat of the week is so random, but it's a bug zapper. Ooh. Yes, because it's Tennessee. It's summertime. Uh, apparently, every single time it rains, especially in our backyard, we must have like a little creek back there or something because the mosquitoes are the worst. Um, and. We weren't planning on getting a bug zapper because especially like Marshall, he's very sensitive about it. He's like, no, I don't want to intentionally like draw in the bugs to kill them, you know, when they're just trying to do their thing. But uh, sitting out there for even a few minutes is just kind of like, nope, time to go on the, the defense. Like, let's let's kill these suckers. So, <laughs> so yeah, we, we, we found a nice uh, bug zapper that it hangs out on our, our back porch now and just every once in a while you hear it is actually helping a lot and we made sure we picked out a pretty one because he was like uh i don't want one of those like really like old school ones that mm-hmm. just looks and sounds horrible so <laughs> yeah <laughs> looks like a pretty little chinese lantern but it has yeah. pretty blue lights and then um yes and then it's a death trap for all of the horrible bugs oh i we need that Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's probably it really is worth it because it's making it where we can actually enjoy it out there. Yeah. Um, because I'd like to be out on our catio at nighttime and enjoying that space a little bit more. But once you get like it without that good first freeze or cold weather in the fall that kills off all the mosquitoes or sends them hibernating, it's like You're, the worst. Screened in. Uh, we did not get it screened in. We just did the uh, fencing for the cats. Oh, okay. But uh, we are considering screening it in, but that was going to be like phase two yeah. of getting the patio done. Um, 
So maybe eventually we'll do that as well. But gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. But yeah, bug zapper. They're worth it. Definitely worth it. Well. All righty, it is time for Drink About It. Good or bad, we want to hear about it. And this week, what are we drinking about, ladies? Starting with Jess. Um, I had a weird doctor experience last week. Um, and I won't go too much into detail, but uh, I basically am just going to look for a new doctor. Um <laughs> It was a gynecologist. Oh, my God. It was for your see you next Tuesday. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just, they nothing like really bad happened. It was just a bait and switch situation that I wasn't real happy about. Um, and I basically, what, I'll just say that I, my gynecologist, well, I thought I was pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was I was not, which was a good thing. But okay. my gynecologist was not very good in helping me be um, comforted in that situation. They didn't oh. test very well. Um, so I'm looking for a new doctor. I'm drinking about that. All right. Mm-hmm. So I just just not a not a really good uh, not a really good doctor. Yeah, I've come to find out. I'm not real happy about it. So I'm drinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't like that bait and switch when they do that kind of ish. No. Mm-mm. Not great. Rude. 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 <laughs> rude. Um, all right, Lindsay, what are you drinking about this week? So. Um, what are you not drinking about this week? You've been one of those it, weeks. It's been rough. Well, um, so I told you about my grandmother, told, you know about my foot, uh, two days before my grandmother passed, we had to put our dog down, like, you know, things are just crazy. Um, but one of my mom's friends, she's like a longtime friend, but it's like one of those friends, like, that'll come back into our lives for like a year and then we'll disappear for a couple years. And it's one of those, you know, like she doesn't live in the same town and, and, um, but the, they've gotten close again, and I have not seen her since I was probably in middle school, maybe elementary school. And wow. so she uh, like does makeup and stuff. So she ended up doing my grandmother and makeup and hair uh, for the funeral mm-hmm. in the casket, and uh, like made my mom go watch her, which I thought was morbid. That's so weird. Yeah, but like she comes back to my mom's house and my mom lives in a trailer and it's really small. So we're like all getting ready and I'm like having to borrow something from my mom because my husband was supposed to bring some stuff for me and he forgot everything. And so like we're sitting there talking and I'm like, like just trying to hold it together. Like we're about to bury my grandmother and she is like, your husband is a tall drink of water. He is a cutie, but like just on and on about him. I'm like, yeah, he is. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. weird timing, but <laughs> like, <laughs> so weird. super weird timing. <laughs> I know. Maybe she was just trying to distract you. <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah, yeah. But some thinking about my week. 
Um, but also I'm dreaming about you guys because you guys are awesome. Uh, you guys covered for the podcast and I was out. Trini, you helped me with the slideshow for my family when my grandmother and Jess brought me the yummiest cookies ever um, and some champs I can't wait to dig into when my little detox is over. Um, and a sweet card and some gummy bears. You guys are the best. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Jess makes the best cookies. Like Jay's like, this is not even like real baking. Like this is not like regular baking. Like what does she do? <laughs> called magic. <laughs> but, but I think he puts crack in them. That's why they're so good. Yeah, I threw, <laughs> I threw in some, I keep some bacon crack in the side. Yeah, I don't know, but they are so good. So thank you guys for everything. That, say, that's what crack. it is, is the crack in the cookies. Um, that real quick to bring something based off of that, because you made what, like triple chocolate cookies or Quite something like that? quadruple chocolate chip yeah. cookies yeah. okay um my friend just to counter that <laughs> posted a picture the other day on <laughs> on instagram that was uh i made chocolate chipless cookies because dot 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 2020 baker's note check your pantry for ingredients before you start <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, wow. So I just know someone who checked their pantry and decided to make quadruple chocolate chip cookies. And then now I know someone who made chocolate chipless cookies because, I mean, if you think about chocolate chip cookies, they are very different. It's not the same as just like a sugar cookie or a basic cookie. Like they have a distinct flavor and dough yeah. to it. But have you ever had that without the chocolate chips? Mm. It's, it's so weird. But yeah, she even posted like a picture of like, <laughs> chocolate chipless <laughs> cookies because she made them she already had yeah. the dough and then realized i have no chocolate chips wow uh, so, anyways i thought that was really funny <laughs> well we're gonna keep being here for you you know we're all and i'll keep baking cookies yes <laughs> gosh man all right trina what about you what you drinking about i am drinking to my first retirement yeah that's what yeah. I've decided I have entered into is my first retirement. Yeah. I uh, am free from the worries of, of work for the moment and uh, just giving myself a little break to figure out what's next. Yeah. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean I won't be back into just working in the music biz and all that jazz, but I'm giving myself a little freedom to figure out what the next step is in my life. I've worked since I was 12. And so this is a, nice little little reprieve from the worries of all of that and time to just figure out what what's next and when do I want to do whatever is yeah, next. Yeah, <laughs> a little baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been time. It's been a time um, with the babe. <laughs> it's been like a week and a half and I've definitely realized really quickly like that it's very time consuming to take care of a child all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I've never ever 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 thought that I was uh, going to be a stay-at-home parent and I still don't think I'm going to be. Like like yeah. I said, this is my first retirement that does not mean that I'm not going back into the work job environment because yeah. I need to for my own sanity it's going to have to happen. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. that's what I'm drinking about. Retirement number 1. All right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, that wraps it up for this episode 68. Thanks for tuning in. And if you would like to follow Lindsay online, you can do so at the Prosecco Prosecutor. 
And if you'd like to follow Jess online, you can do so at Hockey Tonk Bell, B-E-L-L-E. And if you'd like to follow me also online on Instagram, it is at Tree Tree Trina. And that's T-R-I-T-R-I-N-A. That is all. If you'd like to follow the Champagne Way, check us out at thechampagneway.com on all of our socials at the Champagne Way. And be sure to like and subscribe and follow our podcast on all of the platforms. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.